Section 1 of Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truth of Religion, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Marie Christian. Familiar Instructions and Evening Lectures on All the Truth of Religion, Volume 2, by Father Louis D. Segur. The First and Second Commandments of the Church Besides the fifty-two Sundays of the year, the Church commands us, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to sanctify certain days which we call feasts, and which are intended to recall to the memory of Christians the principal mysteries in the life of the Savior and of His Blessed Mother, the triumphs of the martyrs, and the heroic virtues of the saints. These feasts are of two kinds. The first, called Feasts of Obligation, impose upon the faithful the obligation of resting from manual labor and assisting at Mass. The others, called Feasts of Devotion, do not necessitate rest from work nor attendance at Mass under pain of sin, but it is right to celebrate them by public prayer in order to derive from them the spiritual advantages which the Church proposed in their institution. There are in England eight holidays of obligation, viz. the Circumcision of Our Lord, the Epiphany, St. Peter and St. Paul, the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin, All Saints, Christmas Day, Ascension Day, and Corpus Christi. There are other great feasts which are religiously observed, such as Easter, Pentecost, etc., but as these always fall on Sunday, it is not necessary to command that they should be kept holy. As the establishment of these feasts is entirely a matter of ecclesiastical discipline, their number may be increased or diminished according to the judgment of the sovereign pontiffs. The first commandment of the Church obliges us, therefore, to sanctify these eight feasts by resting from servile work. To disobey the Church of God in an affair of such importance would be a mortal sin, and the Christian who ventures to infringe this command could only be excused by a truly sufficient reason. By the second general commandment, the Church points out to us the principal duty which must serve as the foundation of this salutary sanctification. This duty is the assistance at the adorable sacrifice of the Mass, in which our Lord Jesus Christ deigns to descend into our midst beneath the veils of the Holy Sacrament, and thus to render present to His Church, even unto the end of the world, the one great sacrifice of our redemption the Mass being the central act of the worship of God upon earth, it is quite natural that the Church should have chosen it as the principal means by which Sundays and feasts must alike be sanctified. In order to fulfill this precept, it is also necessary to hear Mass with reverence and attention from the beginning to the end. Those who through negligence enter the Church after the Gospel do not obey the commandment. The assistance at Mass every Sunday is the reunion of the great Christian family. By it they are enabled to render to God the public worship of adoration, thanksgiving, and prayer, which is due to Him, to remember without ceasing that they are all the children of the one Father, the members of one body, 
the faithful of one church, the soldiers of one army, and the lambs of one fold. It may be affirmed that for the workman especially, who is employed during the whole week in manual labor, the sanctification of the Sunday is the practical summing up of his religious duties, and in order to judge of the moral state of a population, it is sufficient to remark in what way the first and second commandments are observed. End of section 1